Welcome to season eight of Retrain Your Brain. And this season is going to be all about thriving. I'm going to be digging into my positive psychology toolkit and giving you the exercises to move from I'm fine to I'm flourishing. This episode's a really quick, nice, light one with a couple of exercises for you. There are two great ways to find your purpose in life if you're thinking it's lacking. And I do need to start this episode with a caveat. It is not essential that you have a purpose. What research suggests is that having a purpose does give us a starting point. It gives us an aim and a focus. It allows us to figure out what's important or unimportant to us. It also gives us meaning, a sense of passion and even another form of success. And it can be linked to greater longevity, fewer cardiac events and more happiness as we get older. But we do know that one's purpose can change and one's purpose can simply be that you just want to live life to the full. As long as you are making active choices consciously that do not harm you or others, you're probably doing okay. But if you are looking for ways to channel your energies, then try the two following exercises. Exercise number one. Narrow down what you care about, and this is a way you can find what you're really passionate about. A purpose is something that drives us. So if you're unsure of what that is for you, then ask yourself the three following questions. A, is there a cause that resonates with you? If there is, research it. Find out how you can contribute to it. And this doesn't need to be directly financial. It can be by blogging about it if you're a writer, or raising awareness of it through imagery if you're an artist or photographer, or perhaps organising an event in support of it. B. Is there a person who is doing something you care about? As with finding a cause that resonates, you can similarly contribute. Look at how they got started. You can see whether you can do something like that yourself. But a word of caution here. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. So sometimes, rather than starting your own charity, you might decide to become a trustee of theirs. And C, is there a behaviour that you do not care for? Because finding something you can stand against or try and remove or change is another great way of developing your purpose. Standing against injustice or perhaps working to change a commonly accepted narrative. For example, the concept of neurodiversity, which is beneficial for all in its understanding of an engagement with autism, dyslexia, dyspraxia, dyscalculia, ADHD and so on, came as a reaction to the previously held approach of disability. And me personally, well, I like to work on mental health as something to commit to, like physical health, whilst appreciating we do still need to bring an end to any stigma surrounding mental ill health. Alternatively, you've got exercise number two. Simply define your ideal life. Now, this is something slightly different and this helps you focus your energies on a concept rather than a profession. I really dislike it when we ask children, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because whatever answer they give limits their options. For example, if they say a vet, we often start advising them to take specific qualifications, whereas actually, if you asked a bit further, it might be that they want to stop all dogs from being hurt. And that's very different. And it opens up a number of different career paths. Instead, if we ask the following, 
and you do this of yourself too, you might find much more important answers. The questions are, what problems would you like to solve or what impact would you like to make on the world? This keeps answers open. It keeps your mind broad and it allows you to explore many opportunities to develop in these areas. It does this for you. It does this for children as well. And then further to asking those questions, I'd actually ask you to reflect on the following. What does your ideal life look like? For example, what is that lifestyle that you're living? What's your car like? What's your house like? Take yourself through visually an ideal day. Where do you wake up? What time do you wake up? What do you have for breakfast? Do you work out? Where do you work? And related to that, the next question is, what does your ideal job look like? The hours, the place of work, does it include travel? What's your earning potential? In your ideal life visualization, have these things in mind. And then finally, what ideally are the types of people you surround yourself with? So are they loyal, funny, innovative, creative, initiative taking? Now, again, some of you might say, oh, this is very law of attraction. Well, what I'm saying to you is these questions give you a focus because then as you go about your day, what you can do is ask yourself, is this action leading me towards my ideal or away from it? And by being consciously in charge of your choices, you are more likely to take the steps that will lead you to that ideal life. And that's all we have time for. But for more positive psychology exercises, check out my YouTube channel, Dr. Audrey Tang Tools to Drive. Visit my website, www.draudreyt.com, where you can also purchase copies of my books. Or alternatively, join me on NLive Radio, Tuesdays, 9pm, in the Wellbeing Lounge.